It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled "What We Can Do Right Now," and our scripture reference for today is taken from Second Timothy chapter one, verses three through seven. And as always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His holy word. Think about all the people in your church. You love them all. Chances are, you probably like most of them too. Let me ask you a question then: Would you want to live with all of them? I assume very few of us would consider the idea of Christians going back to living together and sharing all things a blessed idea. That is, of course, the motto of Christian community we read about in Acts. While I don't think that fits our way of life today, I do think we should reconsider our ideas of communal living. It's highly likely you've heard me or someone like me talk about the disconnect of church life today. People go to church on Sundays where they stand and sing songs, pray quietly, and listen to somebody talk about the Bible. Our sense of worship, for the most part, does not allow for people to connect to each other. The pastor gives a benediction. People talk for a little bit after church and then go their separate ways. I'm overgeneralizing, of course, but not by much. Typically, even our Bible studies are designed much the same way: sit and listen to someone do all the talking about the Bible. I'm always looking for ways we can actually connect to one another. That's why, for example, the passing of the peace in worship is so important. I encourage my congregation to not use that time as a "good morning, how are you" time. We ask those things before and after worship. Instead, we say, "Peace be with you, God be with you, or Christ be with you." In doing so, we are connecting ourselves to one another. To biblical authors and audiences who heard the same words before, and even Jesus, who offered the same blessing to his disciples, the desire for that kind of blessing and the level of connection we are designed to have is what distinguishes the Christian church from any other group you may be a part of. My concern is that we don't do enough to foster that kind of connection, and I don't mean just getting together. We sell ourselves short when we let go of the gift God has given us of true Christian fellowship and connection. So, what do we need to do? Let's listen to the words of Second Timothy three. Notice the different connections mentioned. We assume Paul is writing to Timothy when it reads, "I am grateful to God, whom I worship with a clear conscience, as my ancestors did." When I remember you constantly in my prayers, night and day, recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that lived first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure lives in you. Paul mentions a connection to his ancestors, his connection to Timothy. And Timothy's connection to his mother and grandmother. Because of those meaningful connections, he goes on to say this: 
rekindle the gift of God that is within you. And there it is. Let's rekindle the faith connection God gave us. Let's rekindle our desire to unite ourselves in Christ. Let's rekindle the passion and desire to devote ourselves together to prayer, fasting, reading scripture, and sharing the love of God. And remember, it only takes a spark. <laughs>